The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. People say he ain't no good and I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning and pick guitar in the afternoon just like old Chief and Charlie, I like to lay around in the shade. Well, I ain't got no money, but you better believe I got it made. Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing. If I can't get it on my own. Leave this bald-headed country boy alone I want to give a special thank you to Project K9 Hero Them and Cashman's Pub just came on to be a sponsor for us for an entire year So, if you guys love puppy dogs If you guys love supporting our military and law enforcement you guys need to go check out Project Canine Hero. Go make a donation. Go do whatever. Buy some gear to show your support. Thank you to Jason Johnson and also to my guy Ron at Cashman's Pub. Ron is opening up a couple other spots. He's already got the library uh, in Macon, Georgia. And let me tell you, when we go out to Macon, that is where we pregame. We pregame at Cashman's. We have a good time. They got good food. They always got good music. And Ron is letting me bring some artists down there to play. So y'all do me a favor. If you're in Macon, Georgia, and you're looking for a spot to eat, go check out Cashman's Pub. If you're looking for a spot to get drunk and hang out with your friends, Cashman's Pub is the place to go. Special thank you to Mr. Blake over at Gerald Electric Company. Right here in Cochran, Georgia, they can handle all your commercial and industrial electrical construction and maintenance needs. Uh, this old fella came on uh, middle of the month, so this ad ain't completely finished, but... What's cool about it, they're right here out of Cochran, Georgia. It's family-owned business, and they're going to be coming here in the next couple of days and actually doing an episode and telling you guys more about them and their company. So, y'all, please do me a favor and go check them out on all social media platforms and give them a call for any of your commercial and industrial electrical needs today. That's Gerald Electric Company. Ask for Blake. His phone number is 478-279-3308 and tell them you. Heard it right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. A good buddy to the show decided to sponsor this month, DPF Alternatives at 314 Garrison Road in Macon, Georgia. You can find this good old boy on Facebook at DPF Alternatives, Macon, Georgia. They service diesel vehicles, semis, pickup, tractors, heavy equipment, anything that uses diesel. They clean all admission systems and diesels, and they give you a one-year warranty. They also sell aftermarket filters, offer 24 our service look my dad recently this is how we got hooked up with these guys uh my dad recently had to take his truck somewhere to get it serviced and the guys over at dpf hooked us up and we come to find out that he listened to the show because his sister had been on the show a lot 
So pretty much like family now. So if your diesel needs its emission system cleaned or serviced, I'm telling you, go check out my guys over at DPF in Macon, Georgia. You can call them now at 478-973-8502. Tell them you heard their ad on the Josh Terry podcast and get $50 off. DPF Alternatives Macon, Georgia. Shout out to my boys over at Deep South Chemical. A couple weeks ago, they heard the ad on the podcast, and they sent me over some of the stuff that they sell. Some chemicals that you wash your vehicles with. Some degreasers, some tire shine, some waxes, all that good stuff. And let me tell you, folks, their stuff isn't like the shit you get at Walmart. This isn't like the shit you get from O'Reilly's. They gave me this stuff for my tires and rims. And all I had to do was spray it on and wipe it off. I didn't have to scrub. I didn't have to break my damn back. Their stuff literally was so good. I just had to wipe it off. I know I would have used these guys again, even if they wouldn't have sponsored the show. So it tickled me when they decided to do it this month. So I need you guys to please go look up Deep South Chemical. Call them today. They'll ship the stuff to you. Their phone number is 404-909-4257. That's Deep South Chemical. Chemical, tell Mr. Scott that Josh Terry sent you. Let me tell y'all about Blue Collar Alliance. Y'all need y'all to go look it up on Facebook right now. It is a great group on Facebook, and it's way more than that. My buddy, Bubba Marlboro, is helping out blue collar workers left and right. He also has a roofing company. Just go look it up if you don't mind. Blue Collar Alliance. One of the artists that I would really like for y'all to take a look at is my guy, Mark Ware. Mark was in here a couple weeks ago. He tells his story. You guys need to go listen to that episode. Also, go follow all of his social media. Mark Ware music on everything. Dude is solid. He's a good friend of the show. Go look him up now. Mark Ware music. Let me tell you about my girl, Miss Erica, with Crooked W Consulting. She has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her do yours. She's doing us a jam up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management if i'm using her here at the studio there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't look her up on facebook and instagram at crooked w consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084 crooked w consulting hit up miss erica now you won't be disappointed let's give a quick shout out to nobles networking Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hook me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478-308-0596. You are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio at my house perfectly. Hit up Nobles Networking. Let me tell you about Lori's Dive-In in Alamo, Georgia. I've ran her ad several times now. She's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Even if it's not convenient for you, take some time, go out of your way, and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. 
She takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. So please go check out Lori's Dive In in Alamo, Georgia at 8 Commerce Street. And the phone number is 912-568-1645. Lori's Dive In. If you've seen me wearing hats lately that's got D-Y-H on it, it stands for Down Yonder Hat Coat. Seth Baysmore, a buddy of mine, he owns that company, and he has sent me some of their hats. Let me tell you, I love them. I've worn them in a lot of my stuff lately, and I plan on wearing them a lot more. I've showed them to some of my friends. He has a startup business, and I'm telling you guys, you would absolutely love them. So do me a favor. Go right now to his Instagram at Down Yonder Hat Co. Check them out. They also have a website, downyonderhatco.com. Order some stuff from them and tag them on Instagram. And when you do, make sure when you make the post, you say that you heard about the hats and Down Yonder right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. One, two, three. See, that was fucking awesome. We started the show with that and then... Safety meeting. So, hi everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. It has been a while since I've done a show. Especially I'm in the studio. It's been a while since I've done like one of my more inebriated shows because I've been being a good boy. But I got one of my buddies here with me that's gone some trips with us. That's became like family and uh, somebody used to stalk. Now I can't stalk her no more. The Barbie Barber. You're so far away from that mic. They can't hear anything you fucking say. What's up? You literally have to put it on your lips as soft as you talk. Um, hi? Is that better? It's better, but just, you can move the whole thing. Oh, I didn't want to break it. Girl, you move it all you need to, girl. I didn't want to break it. You're not going to break it. Okay. Hi, guys. This is, it's... (laughs) Is that better? That is a very thick mic stand holder you have there. Thank you to Gator Arms, our Gator Frames. Gator Frameworks. Jeez, I'm not hanging out with you ever again. <laughs> it's been a good day. Oh, these safety meetings are a bitch. Here. Oh. Oh, I should have set you closer if we were going to you know, have safety meetings. But anyway, uh, thank you for actually coming to hang out. You were one of the folks that uh, somehow you found your way into my algorithm probably a little over a year ago. And I saw like some drama and shit you had been through and just your whole everything. And I was like, I want to get this bitch on my show. And then you ended up going to Nashville with us a couple times. And I was like, oh, she's cool as fuck. So I was going to wait till you're passing through again and then beg you into coming to hang out here and actually record a show. So thank you. Well, we had planned on me doing the show before Nashville, if you remember. Yeah, but you backed out. I did. Sorry, I don't care. I got crazy family. Oh, it's okay. Who doesn't? (laughs) So it was just best I left it alone for a minute. You are the softest talking person <laughs> of all time. I swear you're the first person to ever say that. The softest talking? Yes. I swear. And it ain't like we... we so we've been riding dirt roads for the past couple hours to kind of get the conversation flowing before we started the episode. And uh, you did not talk this soft in the fucking truck. I I don't know. Maybe it's... I'm cam- I don't know. I'm There's sorry. not a camera. I don't know. <laughs> How are you camera shy? There's microphone. not a fucking camera. I don't know. Maybe it's a setup. You can literally <laughs> shake your ass while cutting beards <laughs> on TikTok. Everybody can see half a butt cheek, half a tit. But this, this right here, 
I guess because I'm not in my element. If you were in the barber shop doing this, I would be okay. If you knew how picky I was about letting people touch my beard, because that's like been my signature for the past several years, I would probably, I've seen your beard cuts. I'd probably let you cut mine. I'm decent. You seem like it. I mean, I'd look at it as if I was a girlfriend or like a mother. I would, I want you to leave like looking good. I don't want somebody to be like, what the hell? Well, if I went to to a fucking hairdresser or a barber that thought I want this person looking like shit when they leave, uh, they'd probably be out of business. You would think, but I get people all the time that's like, can you please fix this? You'll never believe what they did. They fucked my shit up. I ain't going back there. And I'm like, did you pay them? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, how? I get people that, like, they're, I want to go a little bit shorter, and I don't let them leave. Like, yeah. I don't understand how they let them leave, and they got like four hairs on their nose and six hanging out their ear. Like, <laughs> there's been two people I've constantly let cut my beard since I started growing it. Uh, one's a guy here in Cochran, Georgia, who's taking a break from it right now or quit. I don't know. Uh, Brian Jones, uh, dude, can cut a fucking beard. Like, he's he's probably been the best that I've been around. And then uh, Miss Lindsay at the Gentry. In making, she's always done me good. But I, I think two other folks have touched it and fucked it up both times. So I was like, I'm not. Do they blow it out before they? Yeah, they do. But like, do they blow it out and rub oil through it? Do they afterwards? Run their fingers through it? Yeah. Oh, Lindsay, like she's only done it a couple times. But like, she'll give you like the full treatment. Like, make sure your eyebrows ain't bushy. She like the back of your neck, rub yeah, like back. Give them like the blowjob. Yeah, you yeah. Run your fingers through it. Yeah. You Did you say the blowjob? I haven't got that one yet. So, no, how like much of your booking fees? With the, with the blow dryer. <laughs> it's okay. Yours sounds if better. If you don't, you gotta you gotta blow it out. You gotta stretch it out. And you gotta you gotta make it look real nice and oily, and then you gotta rub your fingers through it, no. and then you gotta make them feel real nice, and then you trim it. Yeah. And then afterwards, they're like, "Oh, this that felt amazing." And not only did they feel amazing, they the, look the amazing. way that you're describing it, though. I understand why people pay a lot for your like to go get cut. Like you can cut mine for free. I'm not paying, but I understand if you were to give me that description, and that's all I knew about you. It's like, this bitch is fire. Like, she's going to cut the shit out of my beard. That's right. <laughs> no, but that's right. All hands, and, all hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times, though. Like, under the, under the sheet? Yeah, yeah you, How, can't, you can't touch me. You got to you gotta Do people, do, like, some guys get creepy with it with you? Oh, my goodness. I've had people, like, not be able to look in a certain direction, just, like, stare at me the entire time, and then, like, push their arms up against me or, like, push their knees up against me. And I'm like, I've had to make people get out of my chair. I'm like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. What did you think this is? Look, don't touch the fuck. I hate men. Just for like, because I, I know we talked about always riding around. Like, your stuff is sexy. Like, that's what you do it for, and you're a fucking genius for doing it while you're doing it. Like, you are killing it. But, like, I could see how a guy that's a moron, not a, not a normal, logical person, talking about a full-ass predator, could see your stuff and be like, yeah, I'm going to pay her to cut my beard. And these guys legit think, they'll come in thinking that they have a whole relationship with me. Like, they've already got it in their brain that I'm their girlfriend. That's what blows my mind. Like, they'll come in, they'll sit down, and they'll pick up on, like, they'll see a TikTok, and they'll, like, immediately pick up on a conversation. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They're like, who that one TikTok? I'm like, homie, that's social media. Yeah. What are you talking about? And then, like, they'll get there, and, and then they'll ask me to get drinks. I'm like, no, this is a haircut. 
what did you think this is? This is not happening. Give me your damn money and leave. Yeah. <laughs> I Like I said, though, a moron, if they're stupid, I could see how they would get the wrong idea. But sex sales, you're a fucking master marketer. Like, it, what you're doing is smart as fuck. I took the, the reality of Hooters and Wing House or the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader or the Cardi B persona and take it and applied it to barbering and it's the it's a men play it's a man's playing field why wouldn't you market to men if you're a fucking barber and not only that i grew up with all boys my clientele is guys i just don't like those guys i don't blame me i don't i'm not a big fan of men myself that's when you're supposed to start already i said start before i sit down oh we'll be starting so there's a lot of safety breaks uh or is that what you call them our safety meeting safety meeting safety meetings when I first started the show, we had a lot of safety meetings in here and a lot of uh, other kind of meetings. There's a lot of shotgun and beers and all that between episodes, or not between episodes, but we take a little break every now and then or whatever. And uh, it made for some really interesting episodes and some really good content and shit, but I haven't done it in forever. Here we are. So I guess I'm back at it. So we were talking about how I'm grooming the beard and running my fingers through it. And yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we was talking about... <laughs> Next subject. Yeah, we was talking about how you have took the concept of Hooters or whatever, or even a strip club, and mixed it with barbering. It's Yeah, it's the, the fantasy behind it. The guys think that because I'm touching them that... They think that if they come in, they may have the chance to touch me. And in yeah. reality, they do not. I am like, <laughs> I carry. Kill, killing them right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. Like, don't, don't. Like, they'll literally, they'll start to, and I look at them and I say, don't. <laughs> have you ever had, uh, like, a customer come in there and, you like, you thought about it for a second? Um, Yes. And then the one second that I even like barely like went to flirt, yeah. the next word out of their mouth was my girlfriend. And uh, I was like, well, thank goodness I didn't finish that, that whole thought all the way through. And then I was like, do you see why I don't like, well, you have a, you me. have like a overly nice personality. Like I do mm -hmm. like, and I can see how people would take it wrong right off the bat. Well, mate, that's what he didn't even realize it because, like, we started talking the next time, and I was like, you know, I didn't even know that you had a girlfriend. He's like, I've said it a few times, and I was like, Are, we have a really loud radio too, so not everything that you say I hear either. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe I just didn't hear that, but I didn't even finish the like. I even like, I think I just went to compliment him, and my intentions were like, oh, like he's actually like attractive, and then he went to tell me about his day, and I was like. Oh, and then I met his girlfriend and she's super nice and I apologize because that's not my intentions whatsoever. Yeah. I'm all about respect, but I recently had that happen with me and an artist in Nashville. Like, your dog is in the microphone. Hey pooch. <laughs> so uh, get down. You can sit there, but you gotta behave. Can't be all up on me. Or in the mic. Push anyway. her down. I ain't gonna push your dog. Your dog weighs a fucking I don't know. Oh, not push like her, a gram. That's what like, your dog weighs. Like lay uh, down easy. But um, anyway, there's this there's an artist and she's cool as shit. I thank the world over. Um, and uh, I said some shit to her and I said it as if I was talking to you, to Macy, to Alyssa, or anybody else fucking hang out, even Sarah. And she messaged me like right back in a heartbeat and was like. I'm just letting you know now uh, I enjoy being around you and everything, but I have a boyfriend. And I was like, 
oh, my bad. I didn't mean it that way at all. Like, some people know how to take me, and some people don't. And I'm all about respect, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to disrespect somebody. I don't, I don't want to come in between, because that's not my intention. My yeah. intentions are to make them look good. I'm not here to take your man. I'm not here. Like, come with him, girl. Yeah. I don't. I do not want him. I'm here to make him look good and send him right back home to you. I do not want to deal with him at the end of the night. I don't want to deal with the man. Period. I don't want. I don't want to. You can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. So, no. I mean, like I said, the one second that I like, I may have had like a half a second of a thought, like this person could even be. It was an instant. Like, no, I'm like, do you see? Do you see, Courtney? Yeah. This is why you don't. So I, I would, just I would my almost lesson. think, I would almost think with you too, that I think the wives are more ballsy than the the men. Um, I've had a few women like get a little like upset that I was cutting their hair, but in reality, if no, you I meant like in, coming on to you for like the threesomes and shit. Oh yeah, because, yeah, I, okay, because I've, it I feel like I've seen something in your comment you section that, or whatever but, before. Oh yeah, I get women just as much as I get men, yeah. and I mean, I do of course like women's buzz cuts too. And I have had women come and sit in my chair and be very forward with me as well. It's not just men. Oh, there's nothing more aggressive than a lesbian. So, and no, some of them weren't lesbian. I oh, mean, fuck like, yeah, here yeah, we go. I mean, I guess there was lesbian tendencies, yeah. but like you said, coming in and like with off, longer well, hair, like, hey, can you do my hair? And it's like, uh, and then they're like, oh, well, you're really cute. You want to come hang out with us? And it's a pool party and yeah. it's this. And I'm like. Swinger shit. Um, yeah. No, I'm okay, though. Yeah. I don't get into that at all. Absolutely at all. And by the way, lesbians, if you heard what I said a while ago, because I'm a big fan of y'all, didn't mean it with no disrespect. You guys are just very aggressive when you get drunk. A drunk lesbian. So are men. Oh, fuck yeah. They're pieces of shit. But a lesbian, they're very sick. Have you ever seen both of them in competition? No, I try to. I try. I try. Oh, you talking about over one person? Over, yeah. Yeah, it's happened here at the studio. It's weird. It's happened here at the studio. I have a friend. She's cool as shit, but. She's super lesbian, super lesbian, but I love her. And it happened to be one night that there was a very attractive single woman here, and there were guys and her like fighting over like for her attention. It gets aggressive. It's weird when even it's weird when anyone fights for attention. Like just sit back. If it's meant to happen, it'll just happen. Like people, men are like women should have more respect, dude. It's no, it's the men. They literally throw themselves at me. They throw their money. They throw their vehicle. They throw. I've had men throw their will at me. <laughs> I'll put you in your, put you in my will. You want a sailboat? You want two sailboats? I got an airplane, and it's not a lie. They yeah. do have it, but no. I just give me your money and leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I dig about you, cause. Uh, See, I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I'm not giving anybody a fucking dollar. I don't understand why they do it, I, but I'm, I mean, I'm not. if they're going to do it, they're going to give it to someone. Yeah. And I literally, like I said, I literally had that happen. Some guy was trying to give me money at Hooters. It was like $200. And I was like, no, I was like really prideful. And I was like, no, I can't take that for no reason. I turned my back and homeboy handed it to the next girl. Yeah. I learned my lesson. Take it and say thank you and move on I, with your life. I think there's something cool about women like you because you're not hurting anybody when you do it. Like they were already going to give it to somebody, guys. Exactly. If they want to spend it, it's, it's weird. I don't even know why they do it, but at, but at the same time, I guess I know they can why they I'm do very it. Giving too, and if you're going to give it, you'd rather give it to maybe someone you're like somewhat attracted to, and in your brain, you can like make up this relationship. Like that's a thing. Like you're giving it to someone you're, that you quote well, unquote. I think it comes down to one word. You're accessible. Like you're a you're somebody 
because you even have people coming in to cut like their beards and hair and everything, is somebody who some of these guys I think that they have a snowball's chance in hell. Like they they've got they a one percent chance. They think, think. I, like I said, they think they do. It's not like you can see your favorite porn star or whatever, or your favorite or your favorite actress you can't or whatever. Make an appointment with them. Yeah, you can't make an appointment them. with them. So somebody like you, yeah, they think that. I'm going to drop some money on this bitch and let her know that I've got some so that when I'm around her, maybe she's one of them I mean, thirsty don't ones. don't get me wrong. I've definitely entertained it. I have yeah. I've dated them all. I've dated doctors. I've dated football players. I have let them entertain me. Let them take me places. Let them take me to the Bahamas. Let, me th- let them fly me here. Let them pay my bills. Yeah. But I don't need them to. I wouldn't pay somebody else's rent. I wouldn't pay a car. I wouldn't pay nothing. But when it's pocket change to them... Yeah, but still, it, it means nothing. No, it wouldn't matter. And I had to get over that because I like said something to him, and I was like, "No, I can't." And he's like, he looked at me and was like, "Bro, take it." Like, I mean, I get it because in an instant they can blink I, their eyes and they've made that much. Like, that's nothing. to Yeah, them. but still, and that's amazing. That, but still, but, I could have all the money in the world, and I still wouldn't do it. And I know a lot of men that still wouldn't do it. I'm not paying for a nude. I'm not paying for a date. I'll pay for a date if I ask you out, like as far as dinner and shit goes. But you've never... Um, I'm just, not paying for anything besides that. But you've never just given a girl money? Fuck, no. Never? No. But I also, I'm telling you... Or like you, never tipped really big for like no, no reason? Absolutely not. Never. I will tip, no. Not like you didn't feel like you were just like going to have like a generous day and was like, you know what? I'm really going to give this girl some money. I am a shitty time. fucking tipper in the first place. Even on a Mother's Day? Fuck a Mother's Day. This girl's working on Mother's Day and she has kids and you know it because you're her regular. And I don't you know I, that she I, There's not a work. single place that I'm a regular at besides Live Oak in Nashville. That's the only place that I know the fucking bartender's names. I'm just saying. That, that was kind of like my thing and so... But People would come in and just give me lots of money, and I would just... I did. Well, let me say this when I say I'm a shitty tipper. If you have done an exceptional job, and there's several of us sitting there, then I'll, go, I'll tip higher than normal. But I've never tipped anybody at Hooters, at Wild Wings, or anything like that just because you're attractive. I'm never, I'm ne- I'm never going to be that guy. I mean, I wouldn't say that it was just because I was attractive. I was a good server, but and I gave you my... I the thing was is you I had have so many people waiting server. for me yeah. that my people were my people. So yeah. you got my full attention because you knew what I was doing. This other table knew what I was doing. So I would literally make fifty dollars off each table because I made sure your food got out to you at a certain time yeah. and you were back to work by a certain time. So there's five people, they all tipped me ten dollars because I made sure their food was there on the table. So that's kind of how it started out with. And then they would kind of feel shitty coming back in, and there's only three of you know what I mean? So that was just that was on them. That's not me. That's not me asking for it, but that's just how men work, and that's and awesome. I get and, and trust me, I get I'm it. Thankful for I that. admire the hustle in women like you. I admire the fact that you can just take you and just you being a good person, you being your physical appearance and everything like that, like you maximize the situation. I can fucking respect the shit out of that. I love it. I love a woman's hustle. I make the joke all the time. I don't like going to strip clubs, but I love strippers. (laughs) Like, because of they've got it. They know how to 
go into a place and how to get every dollar out of somebody's pocket, but they're willing to give it to them so you're not hurting anybody. Like, they know what to do. It's just, I'm not that guy. I'm never going to be that guy. I'll never be that girl. I don't get it. I mean, yeah. I'm very generous to other people, and I most definitely help other people out. But I'm not one to go in and go, oh, that guy real cute. I wonder if I give him $100. Will he sign me his number? No. Yeah. I don't understand how that yeah, goes I don't, through someone's head. I had a guy yeah. come in and was like, I got this big house. I got this big truck. I got this big boat. And, and I said, And you obviously have a little and, personality if you have to drop all that shit. And then he still tipped me like $300. Yeah, fuck that. Seriously? Not a chance now. I think that you're silly, but I, come back and see me. Exactly. I'll be back here every every Tuesday and, and Thursday. And the thing <laughs> is, like I said, they know what they're doing. They're fine with it. It's not like you're asking them to do it. That's how they think they're going to get your attention. I mean, me and your buddies, I'm not trying to get your attention in that way. But, like, if I was trying to get someone's attention, like, to get them to notice me, I'm not going to fucking be like, my money's going to be what gets your attention. It shouldn't be what gets yeah. your attention. I mean, that should just be like something like extra, and that yeah, that's cool. But it's not all about money. But if you're going to flaunt it and throw it yeah. in my face, you damn take right, it. I'm going to take it. And don't just take that. No, if they're dumb enough to do that, keep letting them fucking go for that bag. If they're a duck, let them quiet. Go for that whole fucking bag. Go ahead, put me in your wheel. Yeah. Go ahead, put me on your on your sailboat. I'm not going with you. When yeah. you die, I'll go ahead and take there it. There you go. Anna Nicole Smith, the fuck out that thing. I say that all the time. Do you really? I do. I said I'm Anna Nicole Smith him. Hi. <laughs> I had a guy, I had an old guy come in the other day, and he's like, he said something about, how do you work here with that cute little thing over here? Esper <laughs> goes, who? <laughs> and he goes, that girl over there. And I overheard him, and Espa said, hey, this guy, he wants to hook up. I said, how many years you got left? There you go. <laughs> hey, look, I'm telling you. If I, I don't want to put up with a man that long. That's that's just in reality. And I so this one guy, he literally would not let up. He would not. It was put me in your, I'll put you in my will. I'll take you on a sailboat. You want to travel the world, this, that, and the third. And I said, how old are you? If, if you were like at least 76, because that means you'd have like, what, about eight more years, three with another round of COVID. Uh, I don't know where you're getting your numbers from, but 76, I'm they might talking, not have fucking I'm five more Steven days. I'm talking Steven Tyler years, right? Oh, Steven Tyler. That, he proves that fucking cocaine makes the body last longer. <gasps> no. Oh my God. He has said he it openly. Have, don't, don't talk bad about my He man. has said it openly. Steven, if you're that watching That dude this, has done more drugs than fucking Columbia. I'll be there in September. If. Steven Tyler, yeah, and I'm an Aerosmith fan. Like, oh. I, I do like Aerosmith. I'm just a but Steven Tyler those fan. dudes, any rock band that got big in the 70s. I know, but. Oh, I, yeah, they fucking had a direct to line me, to he's Pablo just Escobar. An angel. Yeah, he's not. I know that he did things, but I don't want to think. I'm like. He, matter of fact, he looks like a fucking rail of cocaine now that I'm thinking no, about it. What? He is so yes, sexy. he does. Mm, he's so good. Mm. Can't well, there you go, Steven Tyler. You got, you got your shot. <laughs> Jesus uh, No I mean It's like I was telling you in truck I guess with my personality And the way that I see things I can admire it But like if I wanted somebody's attention I'm going about it a completely fucking different way And that's how the guys get my attention The guys that don't throw their, their money at me And the guys that 
actually give me a piece of their time and make me feel important, those are the guys who actually get a chance. It's not the guys that throw the money. But the guys that throw the money, I definitely entertain it. Yeah. But the guy who's just giving me their time, he's getting told, and I, me and him are going out on that other guy's dime. Oh, fuck yeah. If a woman came to me and said, hey, look, I'm interested in you, but this other dude who thinks he's my sugar daddy and he's never getting any sugar is fixing to pay for our fucking dinner and our vacation, I probably wouldn't let him, but at the same time, I'd be like, we could spend it on some other shit, though. Like some pointless, meaningless shit that I would never pay for. I mean, my other, my other problem is, too, like, I'll get these sugar daddies and they'll, like, reach over to get some sugar. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what'd you think this was? And then I never I never see him again. <laughs> well, they think they're getting fucking sugar. And if you don't supply it, I know. they're going to find <laughs> sugar problem. somewhere else. I know. So that's why I've had to figure it out other ways. <laughs> that's fucking crazy to me. I Even that concept of being a sugar daddy, a sugar baby, or whatever, is mind-blowing to me. I, I just don't get it. I just, I've had so many women sitting where you're sitting right now, and they'll tell me repeatedly, hey, my inbox is full of these men that just want to pay my fucking bills. And they don't want nothing from me. And it's like, okay, where the fuck are the women in this world that don't want anything? Oh, they're there. Uh, they, ain't, they ain't knocking on this door. They need to. They're I will there. let them pay some bills in a fucking heartbeat. They're there. You just got to find it. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I could accept it, though. But at the same time, these guys eventually do end up expecting something. Well, of course something, they're going to. Something, whether it's just like talking to you every day or expecting you to respond whenever they text you. They're always expecting something. That it's not, it's not always no strings attached. Yeah, I mean, you probably can spot those like right off the bat, though. Mm. Really? Surprised. I I've guess had I'm some just guys so... be able to sell sand to the beach. Uh they got a good but the thing is I will own like to like truly be my sugar daddy, you gotta be really, really attractive. Like I have to pretend like I'm in a relationship with you. Like I can't have no old sugar daddy. I know that's really weird because that's normally how it works, but I can't do it. He has got to be somewhat attractive. Or I have to be attracted to him for me to even like remotely want to give him sugar. To continue on a sugar daddy type relationship. But at the same time, I don't need my sugar daddy. My sugar daddy's there just for the luxurious items and because I want to go on vacation or because I don't want to work for two weeks this month. Okay, well, I got my money to pay my bills because I do work hard. But, hey, you want me to go on vacation with you? Guess what? That's going to take up this amount of time. If I was working, it's cost this amount of money. Pay me my money. Yeah. My money costs my 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 time is money. Who's a sugar? Pay me my shit. Not who, because I don't want you to say anybody's name. Who? Well, like, what's the situation that is no longer existing? What is the situation? Like, like what's the best sugar daddy you've had that's not there anymore? Like, tell me like something they would pay for or what they would do, but don't like fuck yourself on anybody that's current. I'm talking about like some older ones. Um, I mean, I don't know if I, that was, like, a total sugar daddy, sugar daddy situation. I enjoyed it because I was always, like, coming and going, which kind of, like, maybe want this type of life. But I was dating um, a Steelers football. I wouldn't say dating. I was <laughs> hanging out. I know what that means. It just sounds better when you say dating. No, it, um, I was, we know the truth. I was hanging out with a Steelers football player. And he was flying me back and forth. And that was, like, right before covid 
and that was that was fun that was nice i enjoyed that i got to experience like a little bit of like what? not necessarily like like a long there's a long distance thing with no no real strings attached but he yeah. would send me home with, with a gift package with you know stuff to make me get through to the next time i seen him hell yeah so i mean it was a good situation and what was even funnier was the people who rented out my mother-in-law suite to me they were huge Steelers fans yeah huge so when i would go up there to see him like one of the first times i seen him i said i know this is really weird and i'm not even a football fan but my the people that are watching my dog they're huge Steelers fans and so i want you to understand that i'm not a fan girl but they want you to sign something so I can bring it home to them. And he kind of like giggled at me and he ended up signing like some little magazine that he was on and I took it home to them and they were just like ecstatic and they were so like, well, like all about watching my dog every time I went and seen him. So that was really cool. And he had came over to my little apartment like once or twice and him being like as big as he is, like he didn't mind coming to my little raggedy little apartments. Like, it was okay. pretty cool. You don't have to give details, obviously, names or anything like that. But how does somebody like you that lives in Tampa meet somebody that's an NFL football player? Um, being in the right place at the right time and being able to approach people. I mean, I so do this have was just like a anxiety. random occurrence. This wasn't Tinder or anything like that. Um, well, this that's person, what I meant. Like, you don't I, have to give me I all the details. I can't give all the details because it would give it away who it is, especially if you know me. Yeah. Um, but. I just, I was right place at the right time, and I like to talk shit. And, ah. um, and so they were walking out, and I was walking in, and so I said what I said, and they were like, who the fuck are you? And here I am, this tiny little girl, and they're these big-ass NFL football <laughs> players. There's three of them, and they're like, I think the other guy played. I'm not really sure, because I'm not a football fan. Yeah. But I know the other two were... And they're like, who the fuck is you she? You just a tidy in trying to fit and in. So, and, so, <laughs> and so I messaged him and I said, how does it feel to come to a place like this? That wasn't my exact words, but to edit it a little bit. How does it feel to come to a place like this and not be recognized? And he's like, how did, what are you talking about? And so I said what I said and it just kind of hit off from there. But it was, it was pretty, it was fun. It was interesting. It was definitely a time in my life that I won't forget. But eh, even if they're that big, it's still they're still turds. Not We're just, fucking because, mean. just because of the job that they have, it doesn't it probably makes them worse, their... to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean I mean I'm gonna speak from my point of view. Like in the past five years from radio to this and just having any notoriety whatsoever. As a man, it gets to your head sometimes, and it makes you just like, for one, it just gave me more confidence. It it probably humbled me at the same time, but it made me to where, like, now I can talk shit, and I don't feel like uh, I can talk shit to the baddest bitch in the bar if I want to, or I can talk shit to the homeless lady on the street. Like, I have enough confidence about myself, but before I had any notoriety, like I was shy as fuck around these like these women that are completely out of my fucking league. But now I feel like, hey, I've met these douchebag guys that are also approaching you at the same time. And it's like, all you got to do is sit down, have a couple beers with me and let my personality shine. And I'll make you laugh more and I'll have more fun with you than the guy that's fixing to be like, you see my workout tapes? 
You see these six-pack abs and shit? Like, I'm more fucking fun. But even back in the day, I wouldn't have thought of myself that. So I would imagine an NFL football player walks into the bar or wherever. And no one knew who they were. That yeah. was the thing. And see, I worked there. So when I asked them, I said, did y'all even know, like, because I capitalize on that stuff. If you know who they are and you know what kind of money they make, you say the right things and you've done swoon them and you just made, instead of $25 tip, you just made a $150 tip. Yeah. It's all about what you say, how you say it, and if you know anything about these people. These are big ass guys. Big. They they don't work at they're fucking, fucking Sprint. gladiators, dude. They don't work at Sprint. I'm sorry. I know that they're big <laughs> guys that work at Sprint, but these guys don't work at Sprint. So yeah. the first thing I'm in, I'm in my own element. So I walk. I would walk over these guys and be like, "So what do you guys do? Fucking work at Sprint?" And then they would say, "Oh, uh, you'd be no. a smart ass." Oh, off I'm the always bat. a smart ass. And so yeah. they'd be like, no, I'm a fucking football player. And even though I already know that, I just let them tell me who they are, what they do. And then I, there it is. That gets most of us men, though. Like, I don't want a woman, and I'm sure they don't either. Like, you got to have, like, for somebody like me, you got to have a confident woman. You got to have somebody that's going to talk shit. You got somebody that's going to give you hell right back. That's a hot to me. Like that that's fucking if you are somebody that's just a fucking doormat or somebody that's oh, I just miss you so much or constantly sweet to me. Yeah, I I'm not gonna it's that's not gonna do I've it. My it's, money. it's not gonna do it for me. I've always been that bitch. And like my ex boyfriends are like, I don't want you working at Hooters. And I'm like, homie, come sit down and I want you to observe. I want you to observe how I talk to these men. Don't look at me. I know I'm there to look at. <laughs> But it's don't look at me. It's don't talk to me that way. And then like this. Okay. So for instance, this one guy, I was at Hooters, right? And you know how chicken has like hairs on it, right? Sometimes. Yeah. The feathers. Okay. So it's feathers. It's not we, hair. We have to work. I call it hair. It's disgusting. Um, but we still served it like that. So yeah, we work to. at Hooters. We're not allowed to wear our hair up. We have to wear makeup. We have to brush our hair in the back where food is served. So, or prepped, you know what I mean? So the, you run the risk of hair. This is not Olive Garden. This yeah. is not a five-star restaurant. This is not something that you have to pull your hair back. So anyways, there's a party at Hooters and I take this big old plate. It's like 50 wings back there. And on the very top, there's a chicken wing and it's got a hair hanging out. And it's not like a hair hair. It's not my hair, but it's a chicken hair. And so the guy looks at me and he said, um, excuse me, there's a hair on there. And I, I walked back over to the chicken plate and I grabbed the top chicken wing because I already seen it. And I already said something to the kitchen and they said, it's a chicken. It's a chicken feather. It's fine. So I said, OK, I'll take it out there. We'll see what the customer says. It's a piece of the chicken. So I take it out there. I give it to him. I sit it down and the guy goes, um, there's a hair on it. And I said, Okay, and I walked over to the chicken. I grabbed the chicken wing off of the plate. I pulled the the quote unquote it was a it was a feather. feather. Pulled the feather out of it. I'm just gonna let you keep saying hair. <laughs> I pulled the I pulled the chicken hair. I pulled the the feather out of the chicken and I placed it right back on top of the fifty wings. And I said, "There, are you happy? This is Hooters. This is not Olive Garden." And I walked into Olive Garden's a five star restaurant. First off, in Lakeland it is. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you're saying that Olive five Garden five star is is it is, is, is yeah, in I Lakeland. Was, like, bitch, have you been to a real Italian restaurant? Olive Garden is the f go no, to Olive Garden for the fucking in, breadsticks and leave after to that. Compared to Hooters in Lakeland, I guess that's the best of the best we can get. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And other than that, did, did you grow up poor too? No, I really. did. I did. I, I used did. to think Olive Garden was nice until I went to a nice place. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, just, Olive Garden's just a place to go in Lakeland. Okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. But anyways, so 
he goes, and I, I was totally joking, totally joking. So I, I have a very sarcastic attitude. No shit. So I walk over, I grab the chicken, I pulled the, I pulled the feather off of it, and I, I like toss it back on side, on, back on top of the wings, and I said. This is Hooters, not Olive Garden. I flipped my hair and I walked off. And the guy's face was like, what the fuck? And I turned back around. I was like, I'm just kidding. Not taking him back. And I was like, I, I told them that, but they told me to bring him out here. Like, I just did my job. And he goes, he takes them out of my hand. And he goes, no, leave them. And I was like, what? He goes, you're right. This is not Olive Garden. Yeah. And I... And it was just hilarious, well, that, and I was like, "That oh. guy's a dumbass too." For thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he's like, "You're right. It's just a chicken feather. Who gives a fuck?" And I was like, "Okay, well, enjoy your chicken." And he's like, "I like that shit. You don't give a fuck." <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "I think um, I okay. think most men that are like happy with themselves, they'd rather have someone talk shit like that. I think otherwise you're just bored." My first thing was like, can I have mild wings? And it's like, oh. All right, boy. Now that I can't okay? fucking. When, when somebody Aww. criticizes my order somewhere, now we'll tell you to fuck yourself. That is when your tip is fucking Aww, gone. Yeah. Oh, you okay? My, well, my thing is, is like, there's a black-owned restaurant that I absolutely love in Warner Robins, and I shout them out all the time. If y'all have not ate at Shells in Warner Robins, it's fucking amazing. But the folks there are awesome as fuck, too. And when I go in there, I order a low country bowl. I don't know if you know what a low country bowl is. You being from South Florida, it's shrimp, it's crawfish, it's uh, can have crab in it, but it's taters, corn, sausage. It's really fucking good. Like it's it's one of my favorite things to eat. But shells is the only one that does it right around here. But they have like three different sauces. One's like garlic. Uh, the other one's hot, and the and the other one's Cajun. Now, if you're a badass. And you like hot, spicy food? Get all three of them mixed, cause it's hot, but it's so fucking good. It's got like a lot of taste to it. And every time I go in there, and I have a female waitress, she looks me up and down when I order all three of the sauces together. Like I know this motherfucker ain't finna eat this hot ass food, this spicy ass food. My first thing would be like, oh, do you need some milk to go with that? That's what she does. That well, that's what like every one of them's in. Like, are you sure you want to eat this? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And like I feel like they're like and clowning say, on me. Are you sure, your butthole will be hurting later. Oh, trust me, <laughs> my stomach and my ass hurt afterwards. But that going down, that taste of that shit, boy, so is good. so fucking good. I would rather, I'd rather eat there. I have a thing. I don't know if you've ever been around in Nashville or anywhere with us or whatever. So I don't really go out and eat like everybody else. Like I'll get my get some snacks at the house or whatever. But when I'm traveling. I only eat at places that are like mom and pop places. And I also like look up non-white restaurants. Like good cooking. Yeah, I like seasoning, motherfucker. <laughs> like well, and, and I every fucking time I walk in the door, there's soul food places around here that love me now. And then when I walk in the door, they're just like, what the fuck to start off with? But right. I, that's the only time I go out and eat. My daughter's teacher, um, funny story. She, she was arrested in Polk County. Okay. And Good she's teacher. still a teacher. She's still a teacher. What'd she get arrested for? Here's the thing. We have Grady Judd, right? And I love Grady Judd. Grady Judd. How do I know that name? Oh, because he's hilarious. He's the person that, quote, like, you could quote him. One of his little quotes is, stop killing people. Eat a moon pie. Drink a Sprite. 
<laughs> like would... he's just funny. The other one is you come into our house, they can shoot you out, or that you come into their house, they can shoot. You're you talking out. about you live in the county with the badass sheriff that doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Oh, okay. Didn't realize that. And he'll call you out. Like he will just. He'll. I've like... seen him on social media. Fucking do it. Yes. I didn't realize that. So I knew I knew that name. But anyways, so he likes to make a scene every time he arrests somebody. So apparently she went to McDonald's in my the hometown. Teacher. Yes, the teacher did. And she did not like her orders. So she decided to throw a hash brown back through the window. Oh, fuck. And so she ended up getting arrested. And her little, like some shit I'd do. Her little <laughs> headline was, I guess she wasn't McLovin' it. And so that was her thing. So now my kids and her entire class have this group chat and her mugshot is the picture for the group chat. And I told her, I was like, you should name it McLovin. And so one day she was eating some food and the teacher was, and my daughter was like gagging. It was like fish or something. And she said, that just smells so gross. And she said, that's only because your mama doesn't season her food. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. teacher told my daughter and i started dying and apparently she said she cussed her out in potsway is i guess the the language it's fuck not, if i don't look at i barely know fucking english i think that's what it is but she's from like an island or something oh okay and so apparently that's what she i think that's hilarious and i was like <laughs> well i tell her that your mom knows how to cook so <laughs> yeah it's funny you even say mclovin uh me and my friends went to a music festival uh shit it's been it's been like six years now but we had this girl that went with us like everywhere i used to go i used to try before there was fucking ubers and shit everywhere i used to try to take a dd with me everywhere i went so i didn't get fucking a dui smart yeah well i i've had i got one when i was 19 or 20 i'm not getting fucking another one like i'll ride dirt roads and get fucked up all day but even like around here if i got pulled over I'm, they're letting me. They love me around here. Like the cops, someone's been in here having a good time with me. Someone's been in that truck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting out of it more than likely, as long as I ain't doing nothing real stupid. Um, but so I, I took this girl with us one time to be a DD for a music festival. And I shit you not, this bitch worked at McDonald's and was the uppityest bitch I'd ever met in my life. Like, when I say uppity, she, on our last day there... Is there a reason why she was uppity? No, just she's a fucking just a pain in the ass. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know what... She, she was like like up up on uppities. Oh, no, no, no. She, uh, uppity to me means that you think you're better than anybody else. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Was, no, not like, like up, up. snooty. Snooty, there you go. I say uppity, but snooty's a good I word, I thought you too. meant like she was uppity on the uppities. No, no, no. Shit. No, she was just a snooty was bitch. Snooty. We'll say snooty. Okay. So, first off, she had drove us insane the three or four days we were there. She already got on our fucking nerves so bad. Uh, she was bougie. No, no. This is the thing. I, I'm not knocking her because she worked at McDonald's, but it ain't like she had a lot of money. Let's just say probably lower income or whatever, right? So, there was no reason to be snooty. I understand if somebody comes around and you got a shit ton of money, I still don't expect you to act snooty around me. Uh-uh. I'll get fucking probably mad. I like when I, I like when people have money, but I don't normal. know that you have exactly. money. But there's a difference in I know you ain't got money and you still act that fucking yeah. way too. I think you're a dumbass then. I agree. So especially ones that like pretend that like legit say like I just made three thousand dollars and then they forgot their wallet at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't forget <laughs> you're a liar. That's what it is. You, 
I you can tell somebody that has money because they don't overspend. They don't let you know. They don't have to flaunt that they've got the nicest shit in the world. You just pay attention. They don't pass up checks. Their shit's paid on time. Like you can tell when somebody does, and that's the that's the people I like to be around. Is they take care of their responsibilities. They don't brag about what they've got. But this girl, I don't think she had much anyway. And I'm not knocking her for that. What I'm knocking her for is when we went to McDonald's the last day we were there. Should she get you there? She fucking bitched at them for making her eggs wrong, and then caused a scene in McDonald's because she was like, "I'm a manager at the one I work at." She knows better. And this is not the way it's fucking supposed to be. And every one of us are like, Stop bitch, it. it's McDonald's. Oh, my God. You're eating trash at the fucking best. But the whole people. time. It the, was that I know people. Yeah, the whole time, though, like from the first day, though, when you said McLovin, this is what made me remind it. We started saying Mick in front of everything with her. So, like, if she would ask us a question, we would like, Mick, yeah. Like, we fucked with her so hard, but we wouldn't have if she'd have been nice and tolerable. She was a pain in the fucking ass. I even have one of the guys that was with us. He's a saint. He's a sweet baby angel. This boy don't talk shit about nobody. He was so aggravated with her after, like, day one or two. He started doing it. And he don't clown on He don't fucking talk shit to nobody, dude. And it was rough. So when you said... Mick Lovett, I'm telling you, it took me back to Toad Lick Music Festival in Alabama and just what a fucking cunt she was. That's funny. My thing is, is people, whenever... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. There's this one person that I met, and everybody knew he moved to Nashville. He's, you know, whatever. And so he took me downtown to go, you know, sightsee him because I was in Nashville and when we went to these bars, he like walked up to these people like he was the shit. And he's like trying to shake hands with these people. And these people are like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I don't want to say his name, but he's like, you know, I'm enough, man. Yeah. You're enough, man. Is that something that's going to make it noticeable? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's okay. Anyways, um, so... um. It was hilarious, and the guy was like, uh, do I know you? How do I know you? And he's like, oh, I used to work here. And I was like, oh, that's so embarrassing. Like, you literally walked up here like you were the shit. You treated me like shit. This has to be a social media guy. You treated me like shit. Yeah. And now you walk up to this guy, and this guy has no fucking... This is hilarious. Like, it was so awesome to watch his ego go from, like, 100 to fucking negative 53 in, like, a matter of, like, Two seconds. So, so it was great. When you were with us, I don't even know how many times you've been in Nashville with us now. I think only once. Okay, I thought you'd been more than that. Did you go to Red Door with us? I don't. I think I went there once, but we okay. weren't there long. Red Door will pop a social media fucking ego in a heartbeat. Because you've got guys in there that 
have zero social media following, that everybody in there is trying to get their attention because they got fucking CMTs. They're fucking Grammy award-winning songwriters. Nashville, at a point, cares that you have a social media following. This guy's not even a singer. He's just somebody on social That's media. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, But shit. you'll get those type of guys that go into bars in Nashville thinking they're the shit because of their social media following. But in reality, what the fuck you got? What, what are you doing? I can kind of walk around there and talk to people and folks know me from the show. You don't ever have anybody that's like, oh, that's that dude from TikTok. Because you would never even know that it's him in real life because yeah. the way he acts on social media yeah. and the way that he acts in real life are two totally different things. And not only that, this is like a highly traveled place. You're going to get a bunch of people coming in and getting jobs and leaving. So you have to make a really good impression on someone to make them remember yeah. you. And the fact that this guy didn't remember him, I thought that that crap was hilarious. I watched his ego. I watched his self-esteem. I mean, I wouldn't even say self-esteem because he's just, you know, an insecure little turd. But at the same time, it was just funny to watch him go, ooh, ooh I'm so-and-so. And was like, you know, I'm so-and-so. Yeah, and like slapped his hand like... You know, like, and the guy, like, was looking at him, like, what do you want me to do with your hand? Like, yeah. who are you? And, the, in a like, that's the one town that you can't do that in. I mean, there's probably, like, L.A., New York and shit or whatever. Like, even here, I'm a big fish in a small pond where I'm from. And that's the only reason why people around here know me. The success of the show. But I'm a big fish in a small pond. When I go to Nashville, I'm a small fish in a fucking huge pond. And I know that about myself. I know that I ain't fucking bunny. I'm not Joe Rogan. I know that the numbers I do, I'm very fucking happy with. But I don't expect anybody to know who the fuck I am. Now, if you come to one of my events at Live Oak or whatever, and you're sitting there, if you don't know who I am, I want you to get invested in me and the stuff that we're putting out. But besides that, I don't expect a songwriter, a singer, anybody on social media to know me. And the fact that there are people that go out, especially there, and think that, oh, I did some trendy shit on TikTok, and everybody's supposed to know who I am. Nobody's, not everybody sits on their phone and watches yeah, TikTok. And plus, a, a, a 10 anywhere else in the world is a fucking five or six in Nashville. So some of these people that think, oh, I'm gorgeous on social media, you get there. You will get humbled in a fucking heartbeat. You're not the baddest motherfucker around. On social media, he guys, guys look like they are a lot taller than what they are. Oh, absolutely. And they are not. And, like, another thing was is that, like, I had some really cute boots on. But I'm, like, really weird when people approach me. I'm like, yeah. oh, what are you doing over here? And they're like, oh, I like your boots. And I'm like, thanks. Okay, go back to where you came from. <laughs> I'm like, well, bye. It's just, I, I don't know. I'm just like weird about people just like approaching me and getting immediately in my bubble. Yeah. And so I had that happen to me like three or four times at this one bar. And the next thing out of his mouth was, oh, you're popular. And he was just a little upset that I was getting the attention and he wasn't. But he was standing there like, I'm ready for it. You know, like. Like he wanted the, somebody to come say hi. Yeah. Like he was like, uh, like expecting it. And then we get around the corner and there was another little beefy guy who sees him and comes over and freaking compliments him on his muscles. <laughs> and his ego went right back oh, up. And I'm then glad the next I'm thing fat. you know, he's like, you know, like doing the little like 
bodybuilder little shake thing, you know, like flexing his little muscles. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness, and what let, did this guy just the do only to way, him? The only way anything like that works in Nashville is if you have an amazing personality and it shines through all the fucking time. No one cares in the best way possible. No one fucking cares. You got to be a nice person all the way around. It, it, you can go to fucking losers, and you're liable to get John Daly, Cole Swindell, uh, fucking big-ass names coming in the back door and hanging the fuck out. And even then, you know not to take pictures with them. You know not to ask them for a picture. You know not to fucking bother them. If they don't want Have people... Respect. yeah, if you don't, If those type of people don't want people paying them attention... Why the fuck should anybody else? Like, you don't, you shouldn't go out craving attention. Like, if you go out craving attention, there's something fucked up with you. Like, your ego or your insecurities must be through the fucking roof. I, I don't, that's another reason why I just don't go out. I don't like, because yeah. I, when I go out, it's like flies on shit. It's disgusting. Men, yeah. There's no, they don't know how to be respectful. No one knows how to be respectful. Yeah. It's all up in your bubble and don't know, they don't know boundaries at all. Like, like I will say a guy the other day, I went to a bar and he kind of like waved from a distance and he was like, he kind of gave me the look like, can I come talk to you? And I looked at him and I said, you got two seconds, make it (laughs) worth my time. And he goes, it's about the barbershop. I said, all right, you got a little longer, keep talking. And he, it was, he was respectful. And then we carried on a conversation. And so, I mean, but don't be respectful. Don't be disrespectful. Don't come up in people's bubble in general. Like you said, people don't want that. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. There's. There's not many people. If you crave that, there's something up with you. It's freaking weird. Yeah, I. There's one thing of you post something on social media. Yeah, you want validation for whatever you posted. I'm more of a like, gratification. I'm more of an entertainer. That's the thing. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't necessarily seek the attention because. I don't, I don't, I'm not like, uh, yeah, attention's nice, but that's not my, pr- I'm not out yeah. there to get attention. That's not what it is. I'm getting attention because I'm entertaining you, but I was a yeah. cheerleader. I've always been in the well, public eye. You got a big eye. personality. I mean, yeah. It, and my parents put me in like individuals. Like I was the one person on the entire floor in front of thousands of people dancing and like dancing solos and doing cheerleading solos. That's what I've always known. So it's not necessarily like an attention seeking aspect for me it's the entertaining aspect for me does it come with the attention yes but i don't i'd rather stand behind the camera rather than put on a show for everybody yeah uh see that's how i am too when i'm on and i've got to be on then is that a that's my ring i was gonna say that's fucking someone's walking outside my door oh shit you get to see a stalker. No, I live in an apartment building. Uh, so. But it goes off often. So, like, when I have to be on, like, during this show or in person at Live Oak or anywhere else that we do stuff, the events I do in Macon, Georgia, which, by the way, next one is June the 16th with Taylor Austin Dye and Mark Oriott, Josh Terry's Honky Tonk Night, so y'all don't miss it. Um, like, when I have to be on, I'm on. But when the second I get off that stage or this mic, gets turned off, I'm the person that I want to be. I know what I have to do to do this and be successful. But besides that, no, nah, like I don't really give a fuck. When we was riding dirt roads earlier today, I don't think I fucking said 100 words. Mm-hmm. I don't have to fucking talk because this is when I have to talk. This is when I have to be on. Yeah. But besides that, I don't have to – I don't need anybody – 
I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm good or anybody to kiss my ass or whatever. I don't need validation. You don't need yeah. to. It's, it's like you know who you are. And it, my thing was if, if it's entertaining, I guess just look at it, watch it. Yeah. Thank you. And if it's not, you. then fuck it. Then keep scrolling. I'm not here about the hate. Like I'm quick to block. I'm quick to get people off my page. Like I'm not dealing with the nonsense. If I try to be nice to you and I try to reach out to you and you immediately come with me with the bullshit, I'm not here for it. Yeah. I've had enough bullshit in my life. I'm protecting my energy blocked immediately. We're not doing it. Yeah. I am so much the fucking same way. It's stupid. We recently had somebody that's kind of in our friend group. I had to fucking kick the fuck out. And I don't care. If the bitch hears it, she hears it. I stand behind my comments and the stuff I say. I mean, I was waiting for the day to see her in Nashville so I could tell her to her face. Well, but at the same I've been time, a, I just I mean, I've I th- been I just around her since I've been around her since she knows that I was like I don't fuck with you no more, and I don't have to say nothing. I can just give you the cold shoulder and like you don't exist because I think that hurts more. My thing was I was waiting for her because she was literally putting herself in a situation that she should not have been in, and it was rub my shoulders, rub my shoulders, and then making out with another guy who she also knows was in another situation with another yeah. female. And so she's putting herself back and forth within these relationships yeah. and then reaching out to the females that she's trying to put herself in the middle of yeah. and then trying to be besties. Yeah, that's the real toxic shit to me. And I, I let it fly. I let it fly for a minute. I just didn't message her back, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, I, the other person is a... The, the people in these other situations are big boys. They know how yeah. to act. If they, they don't like that situation, they can stand up to her. But she literally could not take that hint. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have well, to call Well, my thing media. is, <laughs> I don't like two-faced people anyway. I don't think anybody fucking does. But I like people that are so fucking real and blunt and authentic that it's going to hurt other people's feelings, but it's going to make me know where I stand with you. Agreed. And when I've said shit to certain people, I'll say it to their face. I might be having a conversation with you, but there's nothing I'm having. If they con- walked in that yeah, door, I'd say the same it. fucking thing, right? But it's so easy to take something out of context if it's coming from a third party. And if it's coming from a third party, it's going to look fucking horrible. And if I say something to you in confidence and then you run back and tell the, the other person, I'm not going to fuck with you anymore. Now, if you told that person, hey, I think you need to have a conversation with Josh, he said some shit, and it might be misconstrued how I took it. Y'all two need to have a conversation. That's how you approach it, yeah. Yeah, you don't say, oh, he said this, or whatever. Starting drama immediately. Yeah, why, why would you start fucking drama? And, my, and also, too, I'm so quick to be like, hey, you can come to the next trip. You can be part of the family. Or, or whatever, but the second that you go south on me, I'm, I can just cut you off and never speak to you again. I don't care. But why would somebody that is the newest member of the family, the newest member of the fucking house, be the one that starts shit so fast? I like, mean, you don't have anybody's support here. I think it's because she wanted she wanted to jump on something so bad. I think that's yeah. what it is. I think, in, in reality, this is just me assessing the situation. On my perspective, being a quote-unquote, um, we can call it a girlfriend for right now. Yeah. Um, and being the other person, she just she was a jealous girl and was trying to get 
the attention on herself yeah. and she didn't care who it came from. At one point, I'm sure she probably tried to jump on you. No, absolutely not. No? But No, absolutely not. I even made the comment one night when I was fucked up. I was like, hey, if you're not stuck up somebody else's ass, you can come cuddle. Because, like, she had kind of flirted a little bit at one time, but it could have been took either way. Really could have been took either it way. Was one, but can you I look, say the other? Can I say the... No, we don't put any third-party names in there. Okay. But I said that to her, and she messaged me back and was like, it's not like that, but I'm staying in here. And I was like, okay, whatever. Don't give a fuck. It, it literally meant nothing to me. She was making out with one homeboy in the living room. Yeah. Run into the next guy talking about rub my shoulder. And I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm a new person, so I'm assessing the whole situation. Like, I'm not really talking to anybody. I'm standing back. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the heck's going on because I don't know anybody. Yeah. I don't know who belongs to who. I don't know who's had relations. I don't yeah. know. I don't know anything. Yeah. All I do know is that there are two people who are very popular on social media together, and this other girl is putting herself in in the middle of that situation yeah, yeah, and kissing him that. and talking about I'm going to be your baby mama in front of everybody, and then turning around and putting herself in the middle of my situation and then yeah. saying that she never did that, but she did that in front of everyone. Yeah, it but, was really it was really fucking stupid. And then turn around and re reach re don't reach out to me, girl. Yeah, and then and then also too, and like. I'll be the first one to tell you how you act is how I treat you. How you put yourself into the world is how I'm going to act towards you. If I see you being kind of loose with it. A sloot in a her. The what? A sloot in a her. You slooped in a her. No, there's a girl on TikTok because you can't say those type of things on TikTok. Yeah. And she calls it being a sloot in a her. Oh, uh, being a slut and a whore. A yeah, yeah, yeah. In a yeah. Her. If I <laughs> see you doing that kind of stuff. Like, don't get mad at me if I treat you that way. Like, you are you are. I'm sure I've said slick shit to you. I've said slick shit to Macy when we first met. And or I whatever. probably was like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you probably did, as far as I fucking know. That's probably... just me. Uh-uh. Yeah. Don't yeah. act like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I get fucked up, I say some shit. But I've never seen you act that way. Yeah. I've never seen and Macy act that way. I've never seen some of the other people that hang out there with us that way. There was another girl that same exact weekend... And she literally took homeboy's hands and put them on her titties yeah. and was like, fill these. And I yeah. was like, no, she is not. Now we're all strangers. We yeah. are all strangers. She walked up and grabbed his hands and was just like, fill these titties. No, listen, you can't pay me enough money for a stranger. to. That's why I could never be a stripper. I'll be damned if somebody tries to pay me a dollar to even try I've seen them try to slap their asses. I've seen them slap yeah. their asses for a fucking dollar. No, no, sir. You slap me, I'll fucking slap you upside the head with that motherfucking dollar. I could never be a stripper. The only person that I know I'll walk past and slap them on the ass is Gypsy. Because I know Gypsy's going to turn around and slap the fuck out of me. But it's it's like it's like good game, bro. It's like good game, bro. Like, But we're so fucking close, though. It would almost be weird if we didn't fucking do that kind of shit to each other. It was, I don't know. It's just weird, like, just seeing someone. Like, that's different. Y'all know each other. Yeah. You know, but for someone to not know the, the other person yeah. 
and just like randomly. And now the other person's asking him to rub his shoulder, rub her shoulders. <laughs> it, it was just, it was a while. I was like, is this a swingers? What's going oh, on? Oh, no, 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 no. I knew that there was a, uh, there was two married couples. I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I was so fucking confused the first night. I had no clue what was going on. She's got him rubbing her titty. She's making out with him, having him rub her shoulder. They're cuddling in the bed. What is going on? I was like, what did I just get my... But then I, the, I stayed and I assessed it longer, and that was, of course, not the situation. Yeah. We just had the salute in the her situation. Yeah, when, and we then, get, when we get fucked up in the house, all right, especially those when we come back from the bar and party till early in the fucking morning, there's some weird shit that happens. It don't happen to me because I just... There's certain times I'll put myself in a situation and I'll say something to somebody, but for the majority, I don't want to fuck up a friendship. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I, Over some nonsense. Yeah, I'm not... Like, I mean, it's all due respect to you or anybody else. I'm not dating, y'all. Like, I don't... Like, it, none of... none. Nobody that's in our group makes sense for me. Like, it just doesn't. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Don't mean I don't want you to hang out with us or whatever. But I'm at the point in my life where if something doesn't make sense for me, I'm not really going to pursue it. If it's a one-night stand, fuck it. It's whatever. But the other person's got to know that, too. That's why I, I also went in that house not looking for love either. Oh yeah, I would. I didn't think this was Love Island. I wasn't trying to not. take anybody to the Bang Bang Room. It's like Chlamydia Coast. It's not Love Island. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, you know, come in there and swoon anybody. Yeah. Or, I was there to just hang out and assess yeah. the situation. And oh my, that well, girl every, took it as the well, freaking every, bachelor. Everything that all of us are building together, it makes sense to have people like you around. It makes sense to everybody else that we have around. Like yeah. we all, we all need people like you in your corner. You need people like me in your corner. Uh, but it's it's like I was telling you in the truck earlier. It's not really using somebody. Is if you're both working for the same goal. But I'm going to be honest and tell folks, hey, I'm just letting you know. First time you come, this is so I can do an episode with you. This is so you can help with content. This is what we're going to do. We're going to be homies, and we're going to help each other. Mm -hmm. Most folks will just tell you to come hang out and do whatever, and then just, hey, let's make a TikTok. And, or, or something like that it's stupid just to boost them. Oh, they're just doing it for clout. Yeah, there's clout, Jason. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. It's stupid. That, that is one of the dumbest fucking things to me. I literally want it to be where... You benefit just as much as I benefit us being around each other. This is a fucking business to me. This isn't all fun and games. I have more fun than the rest of y'all. Honestly, I would think more fun. I have a good time. You you had to fucking put me in a van one night. You know how much fucking fun I have. Like no, you fell down the driveway that boy, night. I fucking sucked. I said, Joshua, I don't know how the hell you. Oh, you just left me. I appreciate leaving the man behind. Um, uh, uh, I sent somebody else out there to get you. you. Reagan, I think Reagan and Gypsy had to get my ass up the stairs. I, what do you want me to do in my 103 pounds? I'm not, I don't expect you to. I want me to stand behind you down that big no, ass no, you, thing so you could roll both, down me. I would have fucking crushed Then you, we would have never gotten help ever because no one would have known we were out there until the next group of people came in in the Uber. Would have got ran over. Would, yeah, because no one would have seen. That was a dark road. So, I mean, yeah. I did what was right. It's cool. You got me to the house and I got in. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I ain't mad I at it. I got you there. That's all that matters. That's all that I matters. Said, all right, my shift's over. I'm clocking out. Y'all go get Josh. <laughs> God, that was, that was a fuck. I was. Slam. You got I, out. You said, I'm coming. And then you said, do, 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 all the way back to my car. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, that's fucking, that, that incline was not even that steep. 
Yeah, it was. Was it? Yes. I don't remember how steep it was. I remember going backwards really quick. Oh, yeah. It was very steep. Like, you have to lean forward to walk up it. Uh, yeah, I was fucked. Yeah. You like you like you got to the back of the car and you like held on to it for a second just like to kind of like get your grips. Yeah. And like you went to take one step forward and it didn't even go forward. It went right Gravity. back and it went you went all the way back to my car and I said and then you started coming back up the thing and I was like I don't know what you want crawled. me to do. Should have fucked. I crawled. can't stand behind you. I'm no, not you were good. Smushed. Guys, Josh is outside and he needs your help. I had already called Reagan anyway. Like on the way there, she said, for her, or I texted her or something to please help me the fuck in because I couldn't get up that hill. I think I already knew beforehand. It was rough, but fuck it. it shit happens. It does. Shit happens. It's uh, fun, though. It's okay. We have a good time. I have like, a lot of fun. Well, I still want you to come around. I think, I think you're still part of the group. Everybody loves you. I, I didn't plan on going anywhere. Oh, good, good, good. You need to, you need to keep coming. Um, I plan on coming next week, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, y'all talk that out because I think it'd be great for everybody to be there. No, not that. I was talking about, like, for the kids. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, my bad. Fuck. <laughs> I was on a different subject. I'd rather all, everybody be there and have well, fun. Well, of course. I've, I'm all about friends, and just yeah. because other situations don't work out doesn't mean you can't be friends. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm real big into how you treat me is all that matters. I've got, there's probably some people that I really fucking adore that nobody else likes that doesn't want to fuck with, but they've been good to me. They've been cool as fuck to me. I'm not going to treat them any different. And I don't expect it to be that way with anybody against me. Like even with the situation we was talking about a while ago with the two-faced girl, if everybody else loved that person, I would expect that person to still be able to come around. To tolerate To them. still have fun or whatever. I can just ignore you. Mm-hmm. Or even if even if we fucking say something to each other, I don't have to be mean to you. I just know that I'm not putting any trust or anything into. I'm not investing my time in you. You can be a casual acquaintance. That was, that's, that's exactly what I said. Just be nice to me. Yeah. Whenever you do speak, if you don't want to speak, that's fine. Don't speak. But at least be a kind person. Yeah, but if you run that mouth, or you we, say some slick shit. We all shit. that ahead. So pro- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Shit, I'm not really like that. Well, that's what's cool about the girls in our group, though. Like, said person talk shit and talk shit to somebody that just loves her some Josh Terry. And I love her and her husband. I love them so much. We are super fucking close. Mm-hmm. And she told me it pretty much took everything in her power to why the other person was talking shit to not fuck them up. And Macy's the same way. Like, There's a bunch of times that I, that person, yeah. when that girl would come up in Nashville, that other person was like, I swear, I'm going to I'm gonna get her. And I was like, calm down. Yeah. I'll tell you which one I'm... Because everybody was rooting for that situation yeah. that I was in. Yeah. And that girl kept putting her situation herself in my situation. And so... You know, whatever, but... Yeah. I, I don't care about anybody's situations. No, no, I was just saying. Oh, like, I know. I'm just saying. I get why they she, would want to, She though. was like, don't do that. That's well, I think really all of us... Of I think all of us just want to see, regardless of who's with, who you're with, or whoever, anybody, we just want to see everybody happy. 100%. And when you see somebody that is happy, and you see somebody fucking with it, everybody's like, what the fuck with us? Like, we don't want to fucking see this shit. I don't understand how you can see two people that are happy and you want to be the person that fucks it up. 
And then try to still be a part of the group. Yeah. After you're fucking, like, while, not even, like, after, like, while you're still steadily trying to fuck it up. Yeah. In any situation. Like, that's even, like, a friend situation. Like, it just doesn't make sense. People don't make sense. No, no, no. The people that make sense are the ones I keep around. Exactly. The ones that, for some reason, even if from the outside looking in, I, I use Alyssa as a fucking example all the time. Alyssa does not look like she belongs with the rest of us. As far I as Alyssa. she's so dang cute. Oh my god, she's fucking wonderful. But she's somebody that you look at and you're like, This is a spoiled brat. Well, there's no way she isn't a spoiled brat. And then you get around her and her mama, and they're the most wonderful, kind, sweetest, sweetest fucking people. Welcoming. Ever. Yeah. And it just looks like especially people have seen like pictures and videos of me and her or whatever. And I've seen like the comments and they're like what the fuck? Like, y'all two don't even look like y'all be nice to each other. <laughs> they know how much I hate just uppity, snobby bitches. They're not like that at all. And they're not even fucking close to that. I can say that no one that I've met in, like, anywhere near around us yeah. has been one of those they people. Don't, they don't last long enough. Not they even do. that one girl was really like that. Yeah. She just had multiple faces. Yeah. That's really about it. Yeah, like, she well, wasn't, she wasn't. She like, had, I think that's a one of the problems I have with dating is they people see me with folks like you, Alyssa, Macy, Tawny, Sarah, whoever, taking pictures, just hanging out with having a good time. And those women get insecure, and all of a sudden their insecurities get projected onto me. Like I'm the fucking problem because I'm hanging around with attractive women. I think that's what's happened to her. She's not an ugly woman at all. I don't think she's unattractive. But I think the way she acts is because she wants the same amount of attention as everybody else. And nobody really else is begging for attention. So I think she's projecting her insecurities out to why aren't everybody stuck up my ass. It's the same thing. Because no one's stuck up anybody's ass yeah, in that group. We're all about equal. It's the same thing I was telling you all ago. And I don't think it's just because people are more attractive. But a 10 around here is a 5 up there, and it's because that difference in whatever the fuck you are is personality and just how you treat people and whatever and how humbled you are. There are people that are around us that are just fucking amazing people that you would never fucking guess what they do for a living. And they're just awesome fucking people. And... Around here, though, if you just look good, you're going to get attention. Mm-hmm. Looks aren't everything up there. And it, you can get humbled and put in your fucking place real quick. You could be the baddest bitch in the bar. But if you don't have the same mindset and you don't have a good personality, everybody is going to overlook you to where around here it'd be tolerated. Up there it's not tolerated because there's 10 more of you. You're replaceable. And nine of them have great personalities. None of them are fucking and they got a talent. cool as fuck. Yeah. Oh, a talent gets me every time. You got a talent. You got something going for you. I mean, you gotta bring you gotta bring something to the table. If you ain't bringing nothing to the table, what what you doing? Yeah. So that's how I am. I, I want somebody, whether it's a significant other or just a friend group, I want everybody with us or around us pushing for the fucking goal. I want everybody to be goal oriented. It's all about support. Yeah. That's what we do good, regardless of who the fuck it is. Uh, I don't feel like there's any competition. There's a bit. No, I think all of us realize there's a big enough piece of the pie for everybody. 
There's really no reason to be competitive with anybody else. I've never R- Reed and Macy somebody. have a fucking podcast, and I talk about toxic talk all the time and tell folks, hey, to go listen to it, go subscribe. I was just on Outside the Round with Burrell and Nikki, or I've been on Trey Lewis's DM Mondays. We're all in the same the same thing, and I push them the way they push me because there's a big enough piece of the pie for everybody. You don't have to cut anybody else's throat for you to succeed. The people who think that are the people that were never going to fucking make it in the first place. You can't pull me off the fucking mountaintop because you can't reach the mountaintop. You're still not going to fucking reach the mountaintop, even if you try to pull me down. You can't you can't excel by trying to fuck me. You're just going to look like a fucking asshole. I, my first barbershop, there was five barbershops within a block and a half radius. There's And that was a small town. There were plenty of enough. There's plenty of enough everything to go around. Yeah. There's no reason to fight people. There's no reason to step on people's toes. Cheer together. Be each other's cheerleaders. Support each other. You'll go further. That's my biggest thing. This one wasn't, what do you call them, safety meetings? I had a munchie break. I know, that break that we just <laughs> took, and y'all don't fucking know because it was a millisecond to y'all. But uh, now, I want, I've never had... Somebody before when I was riding dirt roads. So you're you're the first person that's ever done this. Now you're doing it in front of me. You're drinking milk and you're eating fucking fudge rounds. It's my it's my kryptonite. Never before. Never seen it before. No, I've seen it before, but just not like fucking room? just just riding dirt roads and shit. And now doing a podcast. I guess if you get the munchies, you get the bunchies. All the safety meetings, you got solid. Hey, your fucking fault. You're the one that keeps taking me to class. I'm on vacation. That a girl. Um, well, speaking of what we was talking about all the guy like supporting each other and putting everybody else's shit out there, what else do you do besides barbering? Is that even how you say it is barbering? Yeah, I'm a barber. Um, like as I'm, I'm a model, like from like my, my second job. A model? Yeah. On my other, I call it my job site. Your job site? <laughs> That's where I work from home, just, but just it's not barbering. Just be fucking cryptic, why don't you? So just be cryptic, why don't you? Um, it's where my fans can go. My your only, fans? Only my fans. Only your fans can go. Only my fans can go to you. the place where I model on my job site. You want to hear something funny? And now that we know each other, it's completely different or whatever. So I've never really looked at anybody's modeling pictures before. I don't pay attention to it. There was like ten people on my list. That if I was ever going to go to your Instagram and actually stalk pictures or whatever, you were on that short list when, before I knew you. Hey. You were on the short list before <laughs> I knew you. Well, thanks. You're welcome. I just, I think that this everything that you've got going on is different than most. I think it's cool. I like all the shit that you do. You're a fucking hustler. I think that's probably why I like you so much. So I like I, money. Yeah. Like you. Me and you... I really like money. I like to be... Um, comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. I already know what the I fuck could, he's going to say. I could live in a cardboard box, but I prefer a refrigerator box. Yeah. That's all. Like a two-story box. A two-story box? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the fact that you're, you're like that a lot because that's how I am. I don't need the nicest of shit. I don't need a fucking $100,000 truck. 
I don't need a fucking. I just want the pink one. The pink one? <laughs> just, I don't need the nicest one. Just give me the pink just one. Just give you a pink vehicle? Mm-hmm. Pink have, anything. You'll have some guy after this message you on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever the what fuck you, you got. What you want pink? What you want pink? See, if I said that, I'd get in trouble. Yeah, because it'd be like, let me see what's pink. No, first off, <laughs> I I don't ask for anything that is pink to be sent to me. I do not ask for nuts. I don't get that either. I do not get that either. I do not get unsolicited naked pictures. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't know what is attractive to that. I don't know what a man what a man thinks. He's like, hey, let me send this guy to first, that chick. First off, I don't think I have the ugliest dick. But They're I do. Ugly. Yeah, but I don't have a fucking picture perfect dick. I'm not taking a picture of my dick and be like, you know what's going to get her interested in They're me? A random dick pic. No, never. Never, ever, ever. I don't get that. Honestly, don't get why a vagina picture works for a guy either. I I don't like a picture of it. Like, if somebody was to send me something and it's them trying to turn me on or whatever by, like, doing something, like teasing, that's one thing. I like a tease video or something like our tease picture. I don't want you to show me everything. I want you to try to get me worked up. though? I've got a lot of them. I, Is, are those I ones that are turning you on? Because that's what I don't get. Like, I can literally walk into public and be like, oh, 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 wow. I get, okay. Well, sorry, Miss Susan. Um, that was a big old dick. Did Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't go home and tell your husband about that one. Yeah, I, I, know not to open, <laughs> I know not to open my Snapchat in public. I don't mean to sometimes. Yeah. I don't ever open up my Snapchats, but there has been times that I've accidentally clicked on one of these damn things and I don't even mean to. And then it's like, oh shit, there's a, oh, oh wow. Oh, well, and I'm trying to get off of it and you can't. And there's like three to six pictures of the same thing and you're trying to like get I, off of it and they're just like, I thank oh, my God, God that nobody was up when this happened. So one of the nights that we were all together in Nashville, I don't know if this was a trip that you were on or whatever or the trip that you was on, but. Everybody went to bed. My phone's the phone that's always connected to Bluetooth. I'm the one always picking the music or whatever. Watching all your stuff. No, 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 no. Trust, I, I will. Don't get me wrong. Now I will, but this was not that. I went up to bed, and somebody sent me a Snapchat, and they were doing very dirty things yeah, in this Snapchat, and it was fucking still hooked to the Bluetooth down in the living room, because there was no sound to it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like. And I looked, and it says still connected. And I was like, damn. I was like, somebody down there just heard somebody going to town on themselves. My favorite thing is, like, we're in the barber shop, and whatever the barber is that has the speaker, and they go to the bathroom for a second. We're like, what are you watching in there? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It is a clear sign that I'm probably fixing to look at something that I'm not supposed to if I walk out of a room and I disconnect Bluetooth, like, right away. (laughs) Have you heard that? Do it. (laughs) Yes, somebody has sent me something or whatever, and I'm fixing to pay attention to it for a second. (laughs) But I you had because I know if I get a lot of stuff and the stuff that I get from women that do it, women are ballsy as fuck. But they think they think too though that sending something like that is just going to do it for somebody like me that works in social media. They think that the easier they make it, the more that I'm probably going to like them. And that's not the fucking case at all with me. I don't like it when you're just that upfront with it. Because then it makes me feel like, oh, you do this to everybody. Oh, you make me work a little bit. There was this girl. She worked at Hooters. And um, she had this thing where she was sleeping with all the linemen. And um, 
So my boyfriend at the time was one of them. And so she was also sleeping with some people that were coming into Wing House at the time. And so we're sitting at the table and all their Snapchat goes off. He gets the picture. He gets the picture. Everybody at the table gets the picture. I got the fucking picture. I got it. I don't know how, but I ended up getting it. I don't know if somebody showed it to me or if it... Somehow I end up with the fucking picture. Everybody's phone goes off. It's the same picture from the same exact girl. She's in the tanning bed, butt-ass naked. And this is before OnlyFans. She's just sending it out just for everybody to look at. So, anyways, like I said, I knew she was fucking around with my ex-boyfriend or my boyfriend Damn. at the time. And so I messaged him and I was like, hey, did you get that picture? Because he either got the picture and he said, what kind of fucking picture are you talking about? Like, how the fuck did you get that picture too? It was like, oh shit, I wasn't on the list and I didn't get the picture. But she was all about that. Yeah. So you want to hear something funny? Uh, so the person we was talking about, like not being a good friend or whatever earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I've made the joke like several times. I'm pretty sure I said it in front of her, so I don't mind saying it. But like around here, I knew her tits before I knew who she was. Like she was out showing them. Like all over Snapchat. I don't like. Oh yeah, shit. this like back in the day oh, though. Oh, that's why she was on this, his Snapchat. This is like back in the day. Like I don't know what anything she's done recent now, but like. And I've said it to her face. I don't that mind fucking saying it. I knew what her tits looked like before I ever even knew who she was. That makes sense why she was why she was FaceTiming him at like midnight now. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either now. I don't know none of these. And things. then I told him I said, call her back. And he said, No, 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 no. I said, call her back. No, no. But I'm the only I'm She mm. might be she might have found the Lord. She might not be that way no more. Mm, she better pray she found the Lord. Let, let me come in contact. She might be getting on her knees for a whole different reason. She might be praying. Mm, her knees better be nice and bruised. I hope, I hope most that, women's knees are nice and bruised no, after they've been on them. I'm, I am mm, a fucking pig. I don't play with that mess. That's that was I don't cool blame you. I, I would have been. I, I was I, invested in that situation. I'd and been she pissed. came up in the middle of that shit. And mm-mm. I'd have been pissed. And the, I gave that. Mm, that makes me so mad. I gave that little heifer a chance, and both of them really. Yeah, but you don't know if the person you gave a chance to had anything to do with it either. You don't know when when don't a chick go, calls. Don't go when a chick calls at midnight, and I said answer it, and it didn't get answered. And I said call her back, and it was no, uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Well, Let's go ahead and squash the situation because what? No, the there's. Up? Di- Okay, I can see a woman's point of view on that. I absolutely can. But I have friends of mine that if they call after 12 o'clock, male or female, I don't want to pick up their phone calls because I know they're drunk and they're up to no good. Now, if they send me a text saying, hey, it's an emergency, call me back, I'll call them in front of you. But I got a couple of girls that I know that I am only friends with that nothing has ever happened with. And if they call after a certain point or not, they're fucked up and they're either crying and upset about something that I probably don't give a fuck about or they want to bitch about their ex-boyfriend or somebody just did them wrong. But if we're all friends, and let me answer it. If we're all friends, and let uh, me answer it. And there ain't nothing it, to hide. Hey, what's up, girl? How but it also doing? depends on what's going on at Exactly, the time. what's going on. No, I'm saying with you and that person. Ain't nothing going on. I, at that time. The phone rang. Yeah, but it. I don't nobody want to get on a fucking phone call If Joshua was to call me at midnight and homeboy was sitting right there and he was like, who is that? I would have said, answer it. 
and he could have answered it, yeah. and it would have been a big deal at all because we're all friends. So why wasn't the phone yeah, answered? But some of y'all crazy. So why wasn't the phone answered? Some of y'all crazy, and no matter what is said on the other end me, of that, that line, that made me crazy. Yeah, some of y'all. It does not matter what is said on the other end of that line. I know women like this we're that it, they could have picked up. I could have picked up a phone, and the person been completely innocent on the other end of the line. And what that person would have said, the girl that I was with at the time, would have been like, why the fuck is she even calling you in the first place? That must have been code for something. She just wanted to see if I was here. There's no win for a man in that situation. No, because I knew my situation. I'm not, I'm not like insecure at all in that yeah. situation. What I wanted was for her to realize who the fuck she was fucking with. Yeah. But he didn't see that. Well, we're all so stupid. Oh, 100%. We're all so stupid. 100%. Now, I believe, I believe... That if you just say it, and you might have said, I don't fucking know. I don't know anything about your situation. And I honestly don't give a fuck. I've told you that before. <laughs> it don't have nothing to do with me. I don't care. You don't care. even know what we're talking about. We're just I don't. Talking. I don't give a fuck. That's why I've told you. I don't want to hear about it. But like. <laughs> we're just talking about situations. Yeah, situations. So like, I know that in most cases, if a woman was to say, hey, I just want for her to know I'm with you. That's the only thing. If I pick up the phone right now, and I trust you. To just be like, hey, he's in the shower or he's whatever. And you're not going to act crazy that I'll let you do it. But if I even have like a, a sense that you might overreact and fuck up if it's just a friendship. If it's just a friendship. Now, if it's somebody that's stalking me, sending shit they're not but supposed to or whatever. Knows, he already knows the situation. Okay, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. In general. Yeah. I've already voiced the situation he knows. We all know. I would have. We to, all said. I would have had to been a fly on the wall to know was, all the aspects of it. I don't talk to her. I don't talk to her, and then yeah. all of a sudden, her pops up. Yeah, but how many times have you got mad at a man because of something that somebody else did? You can't help somebody else's actions. No, no, I wasn't. And mad if at you him, know, and if you know, you're gonna get bitched. What up. I was mad about was the fact and I wasn't bitching at him yeah. either. Answer, we're better all than the women I've dated. Answer the phone. It's that yeah. easy. Answer the phone. Yeah. I feel like you're hiding something if you're not answering it. Some people Especially just don't want to deal with it. Especially if we're all friends. Yeah. Because I'm a very, I, I get it. I get it. I but can, still. I can handle her right to her face. Just don't be stupid in front of me. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't like stupidness. I don't. I, don't, I can't sit here and say for 100%. And if you were to call me and I was laid up in bed or doing something with somebody that's hanging out, or Macy even, or Alyssa. If if I'm with somebody and they don't know y'all, which I guess you everybody knew each other in your situation, I don't know if I'm picking up that phone. I don't know if I'm going to tell you just to leave it the fuck alone. And it's not that I'm hiding anything. It's that I don't want the person okay, that I, I, don't, like I want the person that I'm with to think that I'll ignore whoever's calling me because I'm spending time with you. Okay, let's put it to you like this. But this is not the case because there were no insecurities. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. It was him being like, no, I don't. Like, he went overboard. No, I don't. No, I don't. Like, it was like that. So let's just say, let's put, let's just put us in the situation. Like I said, we know everybody, right? Yeah. So I'm, me and you are dating, okay? Macy's your friend. Or switch it around. You and Macy are dating and I'm just your friend, right? So one of us is like, okay, well, why are you always talking to this person? Yeah. Why is this person calling you? That's fine. It's no big deal. But if it's what you say it is, because we know, let's just say if me or Macy was the other person and we are, we are the person that we are explaining. Yeah. Okay, we obviously know there's something weird going on with this person. 
So if that's exactly, we need her to understand that because she's not getting it through her head and he already knows the situation. That makes sense. He already knows this. So if he already knows this and we're on a common ground and she's not comprehending, why aren't you answering the phone? Because here's your opportunity. They all, I get, that's where I, the shadiness comes in. I, every situation is going to be different. I 100% get what you're saying. And I'm not, not, this has happened more than once in my yeah. life. This is not just yeah. like this. This is, I'm not shitting you. I'm going to, I'm going to speak from. I've literally had this happen to me yeah. about three times because yeah. I don't care. I have multiple guy friends, but you can talk to them. I'll yeah. introduce you. I don't give a fuck. Come hang out See, with us. See, that's how I am. I'm going to introduce you to It's the weird shady them. shit. It's the, yeah. it's, the uh, it's the, oh, it's the mysteriousness behind it. No, yeah. if they're your friends, they're your friends. And there should be no hiding anything I, with nothing. I get that. And I'm only going to speak from my situations, not anybody else's. I have gone above and beyond to make certain women secure with what I do for a living and all this type of stuff and everything. And even then, they still don't get it. They're still going to act crazy. They're still going to make something or yeah, make something out of nothing. Oh, yeah. This was not in like, yeah. this was just right. like, I don't give a fuck. This girl just wouldn't stop. Yeah. That was the thing. We I just wanted the point to be. I get I get. And, and like yeah. I said, more, this is more like this has happened in my last. This is why me and my ex-boyfriend not, are not together. The one that I was telling you about. Same thing. He had a female in his life who couldn't get the hint that this is not going to work out. And I didn't give a shit that she was his friend. Go have beers with them. Hang out. Because yeah. I have plenty of guys that way that want me, but I don't want them. Yeah. And I can tell them no, but they also have been introduced to you. Yeah. They know who you are and they know the um, whole situation. Do you think it's still okay, since you just said this, do you think it's still okay to hang out with somebody that wants you, but you don't want them? Wait, if you have a significant other or in general? Probably if you have a significant, I don't think it matters if you're single. Um, it would, it would have to be completely like, I'm a very open and honest person. Yeah. So in my situation, like I have, I've had this one friend who's literally like married. He's not even my friend anymore, yeah. but he's married. And he, when he gets drunk, he loves him some Courtney. Yeah. And that I, it makes, I mean, the things that he says are very nice, but at the same time, like you are married, don't say those things. Yeah. And so I can have my significant, and like his wife's sitting right there. I'm like, bro, do you hear your husband? Like the things are like, like I can, like, I would say nice that they weren't coming from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're coming from a married man who is also my friend's husband. So stop saying those things. So yes, I can deal with something like that. Yeah. And I could enter, I could like say, Hey, listen, this guy, he, you know, he says things are, cause they're not completely out of line. Yeah. They just aren't right because he is yeah, see, married I, I'm and he definitely. shouldn't. He shouldn't be boasting about me the way he should be boasting about his wife yeah. that way. I, I'm, I'm just an extra person. I know that it takes like two to tango. Like I know it takes two to make the mistake or whatever. But if I know that someone wants me and I'm dating somebody, I'm not hanging out with them. I'm not because I'm not putting myself in that situation. Now, if it was just, I don't know. I, I guess it, it would it would really depend on the situation, how strong the person was. Like I yeah. said, I could hang out with my friend's husband but I would never do anything like that to her. And he would never do anything. It's just how he speaks. And he he speaks great about me, but it's a it's a bit much. It's not anything vulgar. Yeah, it, it's just a bit much. And he shouldn't be boasting about me that way. He should be boasting about his wife that way. Yeah, that's just so disrespectful in my I mind. agree. That I would And I would remove yeah. myself, but she was my friend. And then, like, of course, he's like a package deal, but she knows that I don't want anything to do with that. So 
there's you know there's no hard feelings there's no drama there's there's nothing you know to really discuss yeah I'm, but I'm, is it disrespectful when i tell him that to his face 100 percent, i'd be like bro shut the fuck up like your wife's standing right here even if she wasn't standing right here you don't need to be saying shit <laughs> like that yeah like yeah. i'm very i'm very to the point yeah i don't think i would put myself i just i guess for a man though like and women might have moments of weakness too like i know y'all do but with a man, you put me in the wrong situation with the right amount of alcohol. And I could have somebody tell me, hey, this is just a casual thing. And you catch me at the right time, I'm probably going to give in. And then I'm going to fucking regret it later. So I try not to put myself in situations. 100%. To, but to, I, don't where, smoke, uh, I don't really drink. I smoke. But I don't drink. Yeah. So... I'm very, very like coherent, and I yeah. know what I'm doing with myself and I'm my situation. So I would never let that happen. So yeah. if I'm in a relationship and all of a sudden I start drinking, something's up. We need to figure something out. Yeah. But I, my thing is too, I would never just jump into a relationship and want any like any of that to happen. Like if I'm hanging out with someone, that person should totally be comfortable with who I'm hanging out with, even if that person was past like past tense attracted to me or what i i'm very open and honest and i would want my significant other to know the entire situation because i don't like to hide things i've been through my own shit and i completely take ownership of this shit that i've done because it was a reactive response to the abuse that i was in don't get me wrong i cheated on my ex i didn't i wasn't married when i cheated on him i cheated on him before i got married but it, I wanted out of that. I knew what I was doing. He was very mean and abusive. Get me the fuck out of here. I, there was nothing else that I could do that would make him leave. Yeah. I couldn't get out of it. I had no money to my name. You know, there's certain things that you do that you, I don't know. No, but, I get it. I get it. I yeah. just, like I said, every situation is going to be different. Yeah. You, you obviously know how to handle yourself under the influence. I don't. Yeah, but I, I, like I said, if I was going to be in a relationship with someone, it, it would, I wouldn't put myself like that. But that's why I stay single also. But I also don't drink, and I also don't go out. So I'm not putting myself in any situation for anybody to come on to me near yeah. me or anything like that. I've learned my boundaries, and I learned where I'm safe, and I've learned where I don't, what I don't want, <laughs> which well, is to stay the fuck away well, from me. And if I'm in my barber chair, I can, I can control that situation. Yeah. So... Makes perfect sense. Well, I just hope you feel safe around all of us. 100%. Well, cool. Well, drop your social media stuff real fast where they can find you and all that good shit. And then we're going to get off here, and I'm going to have a couple more beers and maybe another safety meeting before I go to bed. Deal. Um, mostly everything is the Barbie Barber or the Barbie Barber underscore. But my other job site is also the Barbie Barber. Very easy to find. Very, I'm very, I'm Google. Very easy to find. Just type it in the Barbie Barber. Oh, and I'll be having my uh, bus on the road soon. So. That's gonna be cool. I really dig that idea. I'm really excited. I think that's really smart. I was gonna do the whole like barbershop thing, but not everybody's on social media like we talked about. So it's just gonna be easier just to pull up with my bus and visit barbershops whenever they reach out. So that's cool. I like. I really think that you got a smart idea there. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Well, cool. Good things are coming. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for uh, listening to this episode. Make sure you go subscribe to all the episodes, uh, not just this one. Go check out all her social medias. And, uh, yeah, don't forget June the 16th, Hummingbird and Macon, 
Josh Terry's Honky Tonk Nights, Taylor, uh, Austin Dye, and Mark Oriott. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Thank you again, and hopefully you'll be in Nashville with us or hanging, going on some trips with us soon. Me? Yeah, dickhead. Who the fuck else? Oh, I thought you were still talking to them. Oh, I'm definitely coming. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs> it's time for a meeting. Bye.